Hello, welcome to Shaw Family Issues. This is Francisca, the wife. Tam, business, what to do? Dominic Shaw, the husband. So, we haven't been on for a minute. Been a minute. Um, And it's because we've been so busy. I don't know what we've been doing. Quarantining. Quarantining and working and kids and all that good stuff. Getting ready for uh, virtual school. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, but today we wanted to bring on one of our really good friends. Um, from the Northwest. From the Northwest hometown. Your hometown. That well, line. my hometown. Um, Brianna Jackson. Um, well, I know Brianna from church. We we grew up together in this, not the same church, but the denomination. And we would go up and down I-5 to see each other, like our churches would see each other. And um, over the years, we just kind of bonded over, you know, over marriage and kids and yada, 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 blackness, you know, all that good stuff. So um, we would like to introduce Brianna Jackson. Well, hello there. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. No problem. Of course. How are you been doing? Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, <laughs> I've been fine. Um, you know, I, I've... <laughs> I can't even say. Um, I've been doing all right, you know, managing working from home uh, while, you know, having a, a school age child when school was in session was really challenging. Um, and now it's it's summer. So there's like new challenges to that, which I didn't even think about, um, which is that my child is a vampire and he just like won't go to sleep at night and then he'll sleep all day. And so, um, yeah, and he makes bad decisions at night when I'm asleep. <laughs> so, um, I just got the the email back from you know from Xbox that they are going to credit my account six hundred and sixty five dollars because he decided oh. that he wanted to make some decisions at night while I was asleep that made it so that he was just draining the bank account. But um, other than that, you know, I'm alive. <laughs> He's still alive somehow. Um, God is good. Yeah. Yeah, that part, <laughs> right there, I will commit a crime. Listen, he is barely, barely hanging on. When I tell you that this boy, if anybody knows, and I don't know, Dominic, if you play like 2K, like, you know, 20 or anything, but I, it's like. I do. do you do? Okay. I was So the boy bought 1 million, 100,000, wait, no, 1 million, 135,000 VC. Okay. Ooh. Wait, what is that? I don't know. Dominic, please let us know. What is that? <laughs> Part of building your character because you want to play against other people around the world and stuff like that. Your character, the best player on the video game because you're going against other people one-on-one. Listen. But carry, carry on. Carry on. I get it. Listen. Listen. So, yeah. So, I, you know, because I went, because, you know, it's the first of the month, right? So, I was like, boom, let me need to make sure that my you know, mortgage is paid and cars are taken care of and all this stuff. And I'm like, let me just see, because I did a little shopping over the weekend and whatever. And I just go check my account. I was like, that number is not, not accurate. And then I looked down and was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, somebody got woken up out of their sleep very, very quickly. Um, on Monday, on Monday morning. But other than that, I'm here. I'm I'm hanging on and just trying to, you know, live live my life the best way that I can. Okay, so I feel better about getting the little two dollar, three dollar charges on Amazon games. If I yeah, yeah. charge, I would probably commit oh. suicide. Oh, not, yeah. No, not suicide. Homicide. 
Homicide. Uh, homicide. Yeah, I killed myself. I'm killing somebody. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I was, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But that, I mean, he's a boy. That's what boys do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, for me, I just, the part that gives me, I, I don't know, like, I, it, this is kind of like the, the glass half full or the silver lining part or the, you know, whatever, like, you know, God, what are you showing me in this moment? And, I'm, and I can't say that I'm like, you know, so sanctified that like nothing bothers me, mm-hmm. but I remember a time when <laughs> if, if even $50 came out of my account that I hadn't accounted for, I was, you know, it was overdraft. I'm crying. I'm carrying on because I just can't make it to like the next payday or the next day. But I, I'm so grateful that I've gotten to a point financially and it's not, everything's not all good. I can't just go out and buy the G wagon when I want to, but it's like, but for me to be able to lose 600, almost $700 and be like, okay, well, let me just pay these other bills and we'll see what happens about whenever this comes back to my account yeah like that to me was like a serious like you know my, like mental shift yeah. that I was like oh Jesus thank you like I because I remember when yeah you know you know when money's missing and I'm crying and asking and borrowing from people because I just can't yeah. I can't make it but yeah. you know it just it feels good it feels that's- good and the money did come back in two days so now we're better so it's all it's all right that's a good lesson because you're right there like it, you could have gone off you could have been like crazy but the fact that you saw the bright side that is how you know first of all that you're going to continue to be blessed because that's how things keep flowing is when you when you're positive but then also it just shows you how much you're how much you're growing and it's that's that's really really cool that you were able to see that yeah and you know what I, i really appreciate that and something else that i did was um I didn't talk about it. So I could talk about it now because the situation has been corrected, but I found, I have found myself in a lot of situations in which I've been like, Oh my gosh, like this is so bad. And this is so awful. And and I'm just talking and talking and talking. And I was like, Jesus is going to fix it after a while. So I sent my little email for them to be able to do the refund and the the credit and whatever. And Mm -hmm. then all day people were like, Oh, how are you? Like, what's up? What's going on? And And I even started typing like when I was texting or when I was like, you know, on my computer, like, Oh my gosh, you will never guess what happened to me today. And I was like, delete, 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 delete. Girl, I'm good. Hey, I'm fine. Things are well. And I was just like, I won't say anything because it doesn't matter. Like I think about when people are like, have you prayed about it as much as you've talked about it? And I have not been a person who stopped to pray before I just like run my mouth about something. But I was like, let me just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. And you know, now I can tell like the funny, funny, ha ha story. Cause it did, it did work out, but yeah. It, yeah, it was just a moment of maturity for me. Like just to be like, you know what, just boop, zip your lip, just go about your day. It'll be fixed. Don't worry about it. Nobody else is going to be able to fix it besides, you know, Microsoft and, and off and, um, you know, Xbox. So like, don't tell anybody, um, until after it's until after it's resolved. So yeah. That's good. That's really good. So okay. So we had our own. I mean, we're we're kind of we're getting a little bit weird, but we had our <laughs> own off thing that happened over the weekend. Um, uh-huh. but this we well, tell me how you would have handled this, okay? Okay. Oh. About so we you know we go out. We went out. Dominic and I for we like to do date night. Yeah. We went out um Friday on a date night. Uh, probably about two and a half hours. Came back home. Everything was fine. But then immediately my, my my youngest one came down and was like, Mom, let me show you something. And she proceeded to take me upstairs in her room. 
and opened the closet and there was a boy. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a boy in the closet that Jaden invited over. Okay. And he was hiding in the closet. He was hiding in the closet. Okay. Now, <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. We were very alarmed and like, huh? Like, you know, kind of frustrated. But it wasn't like he was like hiding in there. He was hiding in there because um, they didn't know where else to put him. Okay. <laughs> Outside. Outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I was and then, you know, whatever. We don't, you know, Dominic and I are pretty calm parents. So he we proceeded to walk him downstairs and tell him that, you know, hey, I hope that you're 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 okay and get your car, you know, find your ride, whatever. And Tania gave him a hug and then he he left. And um and then we had a conversation with Jaden about it, which was, you know, like why was he here? A second, why didn't you tell us? You know what I mean? Cause right. we're pretty open about stuff like that. Um and um she had an attitude the whole time, which which made me get really upset because you know I can't stand an attitude with me if you're the one that did wrong. Mm. But um, anyway, how would you handle that? I'm not equipped. I don't even know. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's so, so, so let me say that my you know my my other two were here, mm-hmm. so you know, they were told they they tell us everything and mm-hmm. which he was there. So right. we know we know nothing happened. Right. Okay. Because they were mm-hmm. there. But the fact that he was in my house without me knowing, right? I don't even know this guy. You know, yeah. what I'm saying I don't know her. He could be, he could have came with two other men, and right. and, and, and you know, I I, I didn't, didn't want to be mean, but I was like, you know, now you're 16. You you know, if you want to mess up your life, go ahead. But my mm-hmm. five year old ain't gonna get hurt, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, like I'm. Yeah, and I think that I think that all of those things are like a good way. I don't know, would be a good way to approach like like Zai. So my my kiddo, he's. You know, he he's 11, but he's an only child. So it's like, so the decisions that he makes and will make, and if they happen to be in, you know, you know, our home will only kind of like, he'll be the only one kind of to, you know, to see them, if you will. But I think mm-hmm. that, you know, being able to be like, look, like, first of all, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to jail over killing somebody else's child. So let me be nice and walk him, you know, down and out and make sure he doesn't get, you know, kidnapped on the way out. So that's, that's important. So thank mm-hmm. you sir, for leaving, for leaving my home. Um, first <laughs> of all, what's your name? Where are you from? Like, you know, jump on the mic and let me know who you are. Like, mm-hmm. I need, to, I need to know who you are. Um, I also would like to know what your intentions with my, like, what was your plan when you came over? Like, what were your, what are your intentions with my daughter? Is this just, we're hanging out today or you guys have been seeing each other or like, what's that about? Thank you so much. Now you can leave. Um, and then it's a conversation, you know, I think there's two additional conversations. Like one is like, let's have a one-on-one or two-on-one because I want to be able to talk to my daughter, you know, um, kind of, you know, as a, we're not peers, but like, just like it with the open ears to be able to understand, like, what were you thinking when you made the decisions that you made? Um, but then I think there's a, a, like a, a, like a conversation about like, like you're the oldest and you need to kind of what you said, like you need to think about your sisters and think about 
like, you know, like exactly what you said. Like, if you've got, you know, if this person shows up and it's just like, oh, it's just us. And then it's like, oh, wait, who's at the door now? And you've got pizza and beer and, you know, drugs right. and everything else. It's like, whoa, 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 like, what are you doing? Like, right. space to invite others over. But you run the risk of when you invite somebody over to your space that they can treat your space however they want. Right. Like, and so right. you have to be careful of that. And then, so that's the conversation. But then I think there's another conversation. So maybe this is like two or three or seven. I'm, I don't know. With <laughs> all of the girls to be able to like, I need you oldest to look at your middle and your younger sister to mm. be able to, to see them as little girls that they are and that you have a responsibility to protect them. Like, and, and that means that the decisions that you make will always be watched by them. And so you have to be careful of who it is that you allow around you and allow them to see so that, because you're also, and whether it's a burden that you want or not, that you also, um, you give people permission to treat them a certain way based on how, or you show you showing them how people can treat them based on what it is that you allow into your space. So right. like, you have right. to be like you have to you just have to be careful um, right. about that. So that I don't know. I think you did a really a good job, and I I can only I feel like similar conversations are coming for me. You know, with with Zai on the other side, I'm like you can't just be going into people's houses like without checking to see if their you know their parents are gonna be there. Like that's not like a double score bonus that they say no, my mom's gone or whatever. It's just me and my sisters hanging out. Not cool. Like you need to be. I need you to be respectful. I need. Right. To, to, you know, request some certain things. I would, but please let me know when your parents get home. Like, right. yeah, or you can see, talk see, to I think the, yeah. the thing about that was, for me, I wasn't mad at him because I was once 16 years old. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. I did the same thing. My more, more the, the thing about me was, it was directed at her. Like, mm -hmm. why would you not tell us what's going on? Right. You know, why do you not, why do you have to sneak around our backs for something and then lie about it and then, you know, lie about it and pile on and lie about it and lie about it saying he coming over for glasses. Yeah. Are, you, are you kidding me? Because the thing about it too is we have a camera in the front of our, right. of our door. So and I would have an alert we, real quickly about who's, who's, in, who's in my front door. Mm -hmm. He had to sneak him somewhere else. Exactly. To, uh, so that we couldn't see. Or wouldn't, we wouldn't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it was that conversation we had to have with her, and we we did have those. We had everybody in the in the room in the house, and we mm -hmm. spoke about, we had an open conversation about it. Um, because it's it's um it's important that she understands where we're coming from and her sisters too, because they were upset. You know what I'm saying? And they were they felt some kind of way. Thank God, like so. <laughs> this is my thing, though. My young, my youngest one will tell us every detail. Yeah, like mm -hmm. she, she, she won't. She don't care about no, no, no sister code, no nothing. Like she gonna tell us everything. So, um, thank God that I mean, in a way, I was happy that they were there because. Hello, hello. Hey, that was weird. I don't know what happened either. That's going to be hard for you to edit. So we might have to start a piece of that over. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be real hard for me to edit. <laughs> we'll, we'll get through it. Yeah, we'll get through it. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? You, know? but, you were uh, saying that the conversation was for everybody. Was uh, for everybody. And I'm yeah. glad they were there because <laughs> um, they, because I mean, not that I'm, I'm in a way I'm glad, not all the way glad, but I'm in a way mm -hmm. I'm glad because 
And mm-hmm. when Jaden tries to cut corners, they would be like, uh, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. So um, that was the only saving grace. But we did have a long, we had a long weekend because of that. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, one thing about Jaden is you don't like she's never been a child that you had to spank had to spank or hit. I mean, I, I've I've had to spank her before, but she's not the kind of kid if you if you are really upset and you just say I'm disappointed, that just breaks her all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um over the weekend she was so broken down. She wrote us a letter. Good. <laughs> and uh, you know, was apologizing and basically just felt so bad about it. Cause I have a thing about um about my space and energy in my yeah. space. You know yeah. And, and if you bring somebody who I'm not familiar with, that just disrupts me. Yeah. So yeah, and it's just and it plus um, on top of that, I was telling her that we pay the bills in this house. You just don't bring anybody up in here. That's right. This ain't this ain't this ain't your house. Um, you about to leave in a couple in a year or two anyway. So, (laughs) so anyway, um, see what it feels like. Yeah. So that was our that was what we've been going through as parents uh, of teenagers. Um, but um, okay. So, how is quarantining going for you? Besides, uh, besides the kids, how is it like with the boo thing? It's it's hard. Like so, like work. Like I literally said today, like someone was like, "Thank you for all you do at work," and I was like, "It's the only thing in my life that like I can control." Like, just my output and my production is, like, the only thing that I can, like, control. So, like, for, of course, I would say for those of you who don't know, you know, nobody knows who I am. Um, so, of course, my husband is currently incarcerated and has been for the past five years. Um, and in February, he um, he got sick. And he's been sick before. So, he had, you know, he's had pancreatitis. He had his you know, his gallbladder removed and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he got sick after like in February. And so, um, we're like right at the end of February. So the last time I saw him was the end of February. And then he got out of the hospital and the first weekend in March, we were supposed to have visit together. And I kid you not, like the day, like with like, you know, the day before we were supposed to go, we were supposed to be planning for a visit, um, got an email, you know, or got a message from him that said, um, they're about to shut everything down. And that was right when like, you know, coronavirus was first starting to like really spike in Washington state. And I was like, well, just keep me posted, let me know. And he was like, no, babe, I really think they're about to shut everything down. And then no sooner than that, I got an email that said like everything on the hill is shut down, like no visits until further notice. And their 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 website literally said, we've never experienced this before. We don't know what to do. So we can get, like uh, like a policy or a process in place, like we just can't have visitors in, you know, in the facility. So I haven't seen my husband since the end of February. And as much as like he works like my nerve, like a town stomps on the last nerve I have. Like I just I miss him so much, and it's just and it's just really hard. Like our we would visit, so I I was within probably about forty five minutes of um of his facility, and so um we would visit every Saturday and every Sunday, and um 
We also had the opportunity to visit on Mondays and Fridays. And of course I work a full-time job, but there'd be some days where I'm like, you know what? It's Friday. I'm, I'm cutting out early, just like anybody else. And we would have dinner together. Um, and it was just a nice, you know, just a few hours for us to be together. So I really took advantage of being within 45 minutes of him. And that was just my recharge. That was our recharge just to be able to like be close to each other. And now that we don't have that, I mean, it's, it's, it's August now. So we're talking about five, like five months have not seen you in person face to face have not touched you held you you know kissed you like you know slapped you across the head like whatever in five months um it's really really stressful like really really stressing on our relationship and I can feel it um and I just I, I recognize it so clearly um and it's really it's really tough so that's been a really really challenging part of of quarantine where some people have been able they've been stuck with their spouse you know for the past five months and it's like oh do I still like you? Like I we're like, we're the complete opposite where, you know, where people are falling apart because they're spending so much time together. Like we're falling apart because we haven't had, you know, that, that familial touch with each other and that opportunity to be able to just hang out and kind of reset. So it's, it's been, it's been an experience. Um, that's interesting. Um, so are you worried about like when he gets home, how it will be when, you guys have to live together every day? Um, yeah. I, first of all, we've started joking that it's like, I'm not going to see you again until I pick you up. Like, that's kind of where we are with how people just can't stay inside and keep from getting each other sick with the virus. So I'm just like, I'm not going to see you until, you know, until next fall. So that's fine. Um, but, you know, we have lived together before. Um, we have lived together before. So, and, and now our house is bigger than it was. So there's like different spaces to be able to like be separate from each Mm -hmm. other where before it was like, you know, we had a two bedroom apartment and you have like a dining room. That's like a catch all. So it's not really used as a dining room. Um, and then you have a, you know, a, you know, a living room that's really small. Now, you know, we have probably about like we're in a three bedroom, two bath, you know, condo that we purchased and that's really exciting. And there's just more common spaces. And so um, I think that, I think that we'll be fine because I don't have to be up under you all the time and you don't have to be up under me. I think there's going to be like that period of like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you. Like, let's, let's be close. But it's like, then it's going to be like, okay, it's too hot for touching. Like, I need you to go away. Yeah. Um, because I think, because I've gotten really used to being in my own space. Um, very used to, um, I don't play, I'm not a music person. Um, and so like if music's on, like that's cool. But like, I'm not the one who's got like a 50, you know, like thousand song catalog of like, oh, this one, this one. Um, mm-hmm. He is. And so I have to get used to there being noise in the house that does not exist right now. Um, and so I have to. Um, so what I've started to do even now, even though we're like a year away, I've started to like turn music on. I've started to like do little things that I don't normally do because I know I'm going to have to like get used to them. Um, mm. And so I'm just trying to like prepare, like try to prepare. Um, yeah. I'm a lot messier than, you know, than, than David is. And in me being messier than he is, like, I hate the idea of having to like clean up more than I want to. But like, if I notice something like on the floor or something like is like out of place, I'm like, Oh, let me put that away right now. Like tell cleaning day, but like do it right now. So that I can just like slowly start to develop better habits. But, um, I think we'll be fine. I think, we'll, okay. yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll be okay. Um, okay. okay. But <laughs> yeah, I'll be straight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that you, uh, you guys 
lived together and were together before this happened. Yeah, because we um we watched this show called Love After Lockup. Have y'all uh-huh. seen it? I've, oh. I've heard I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's you know it's about like like people finding love online with uh-huh. prison inmates, uh-huh. and then they have to live with them, like you know, like deal with. How they, because you know, when you know, being online is different than being in person, and then right. obviously you add the, you know, the, the prison part to it, yeah. it's a whole different d- dimension, especially them. when they get out of prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have um, to check it out. Yeah, it's 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 not like a uh, it's a comedy too because it's funny. It's it's funny, funny, yeah. But it's a reality show. It's yeah, like people, you know, whatever. Um. Okay, so. And and how is he? How is his his prison dealing with with Corona? Is has anybody been sick? So yeah, they um there was actually like a couple of months ago there was like a a mini riot, if you will, um mm-hmm. because there were there were inmates like on a different part of the campus. It's a really big campus, but there were inmates on a different part of the campus that you know that had gotten sick, and so they were moved into a space with like non-sick people, kind of. And so those non-sick people were like, uh, "Heavens no!" And so they like kind of had like a mini little like you know uprising. Um, he wasn't a part of that. That wasn't that wasn't his area, but it was on the news, and it was like so strange to like be looking at the news of a place that I've been to um I was like oh I know where that is oh I know where that is and for him to be like messaging me and being like yo this is crazy like I'm like Uh yeah I'm watching it um but they um he nobody in his unit has gotten sick thank goodness but the way that they but they have had some sickness and that came from like one or two of the um of the guards getting sick and then like not knowing they were sick and coming to work and oh so, God. so that's the crazy part is like they, so all visits are shut down, all extra programs are shut down, but of course the guards still have to change shifts. So when they go home, like whatever they're doing or whoever they're around, then they come back to work and they bring it, they bring it with them. Um, so that's been interesting, but they all have masks. So they're all, they all have, you know, and more than one mask at that. So that's good. They're not just using the same, you know, thing, you know, all day, every day, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that for me, what I've noticed for David seems to be like the biggest like challenge in all of this is like, is twofold. One, you don't get to have visits. So you don't get to like, there's kind of like a privilege in that. Not everybody has visits, but David had a visit every weekend, had two visits mm-hmm. a weekend, sometimes three. And so not being able to come, you know, further than, you know, what, like a hundred yards, like out of your, you know, out of yourself for an extended period of time is like, you know, weighing on him. But then also, um, um, they can go out for yards so they can go exercise, but they have, they can't use like weights. So like the weight deck where, you know, a lot of people just kind of pump out their anger and frustration and whatever they don't get to have because, you know, of the extra, you know, cleaning, you know, procedures yeah. that go into that. And yeah. so it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm out here just walking. I'm out here kind of just jogging. Like I could do a push up or two, but like, you know, David was really into weightlifting. So that's something that you know that he's that's been on pause for a few months but um he's in a single man cell which is great so he has his own little house so that's good um so he still has a retreat away from others which is nice so um i think for the most part he seems to be doing all right and and when does he come home again uh so um like october october of next year okay okay Okay. so you have another year yeah 
which is crazy because we've been friends forever. And I remember when we first started talking about this, it was like, girl, like six years. And we're like, what? Yeah. 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 I was thinking that he would get out early or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what his mom is holding out hope for. And but the stipulations around what the state of Washington said, like it's like a you have to be like, you know, between this age and this age with this much time left and you have to be this tall and this short and, you know, this color. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird. Like they 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 made it seem like when they were doing a lot of like the um the like, you know, the the daily like bulletins and broadcasts with the um with the governor's office, like they had a special session with the um um, superintendent uh, like of the prisons or whatever they made it seem like it was a very wide net that they were going to let come home early because of the virus but when you really break it down and like read between the lines it's very very small it is a very specific population that only really is about probably less than 100 people um and he's not he's not a part of that so mm. yeah yeah so are you um do you keep up on like the politics of all this and do you you know part of my self-care honestly is to not so like i hear things like every once in a while about like you know stuff that's going on but i don't like i i stopped watching the news in the evening like i used to and i like i don't really like check like the news online because it's just like it's just so much um so i just i haven't really been keeping up why what's up Oh, nothing. I was just wondering if you, if, if, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and it's it's being it's being politicized, like just coronavirus in general, mm-hmm. um, and how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out. Do you have a um? Do you have? Wait, wait, wait. Before you go there, did you register to vote? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Are you gonna vote? Are you gonna vote early? Um. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pa- pa- pass it along. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I'm okay. saying. Hey. Vote, pass it along. I love it. Yes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway. Okay. Because so you know all this this coronavirus. Like, first of all, the fact that it's this bad makes me angry. Right. That it shouldn't yeah. even got to this. It should have shouldn't have got it to this point. Yeah. Um, and which tells me that this fool we got up in there needs to just go because he mm-hmm. doesn't know what he's doing. But with that being said, are you feeling some kind of way about like Joe Biden? Do you like him? Do you like do you are how do you feel? So I don't really have a strong opinion, like a, a strong favorable opinion about him. Um, I don't I don't think that he is the best candidate that came out of the the Democratic Party. Um, But I do believe that anyone is better (laughs) than our current than our our current commander in chief. Um, And I think that it's important for, you know, people to to really recognize that and to rally behind who it is that we have. It's like, you know what, like if I was going to, you know, like you know, pick somebody for a staring contest. It would not be the person who, you know, has on an eye patch. Like, but it's either a person <laughs> with an eye patch or a person like or a person who has no eyes. So I'm gonna go with the person who at least has some eyes to look at. Right. I'm sorry. I hope I'm not offending any of your listeners, but I'm just trying to give like an example of something. Like something yeah, is better than nothing. 
<laughs> like something is better than nothing. And this whole idea of like, oh, well, you know, Kanye said that he was running. So I'm like, do not vote for Kanye West as a joke. Like you will ruin our chances of being able to get this imbecile out of office. It's very important to be able to unify behind something else other than the perspective and the just the just the blatant you know like racism that exists in the way that it does in 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 you know in power right now so oh my god i know well let me ask you a question how would you how do you feel about the vp nominee potentially being a black woman so um i'm okay with that um i think that that's I think that's cool. Like I don't even know. I don't even know really what to what to say because I haven't really been following. Because what is it like, Stacey Abrams, and then um, and, uh, no, 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 no. It's going to be uh, Susan Rice or um, uh, Kamala Kamala Harris. Oh, I didn't even. Okay, I need to go back and do some more research. See, this is me. Okay, not, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have. You know, it's a good. It's a good moment. Question mark. I don't know. Like I don't. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't have too much of an opinion about, you know, about, about that. I just want a ticket that people understand. I want a ticket that people, when I say understand, I just mean that you're like, okay, I can get with that choice. Like I can get, you know, I can, I feel like, like black people are so hard on each other that mm-hmm. it makes me nervous to be like, oh, no, I don't really want her. And it's like, okay, but what's your, I'm, I'm, that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm against Kamala Harris, but with that being said, let's just get that fool out of here. If you have two aliens running against them, I'll pick the two aliens. That's how bad them out. Right. Yeah, and I know, and what I do know, or what I've heard, but I can't say that I can, I can, I can't say it with full confidence. That I know that you know Kamala Harris like has had a really like dicey like um like you know pros- like prosecutor like prosecuting record or whatever in terms of like how she would you know trump up charges um for people um you know, to be able to have, you know, higher, higher charges. I don't know how, how true that is. Um, but I wouldn't put it past any prosecutor because prosecutors do that. Um, so yeah, so I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not a very political person. I just know that, um, it's not, it's not him. It's not who's in there right now. So it's like anybody else, like, it's definitely like, yeah, I'll take anybody else over, over that. I agree. Okay, so Brianna, let's 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 change gears a little bit and let's get to the nitty gritty. Oh Lord, let's talk about the sex stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's a hard pivot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, sex and politics go hand in hand. Okay. Oh, uh, sure. Okay, uh, I'll give it to you. Sex, I'll give it to you. Sex, music, sex, sports, anything. Um, right. Okay. So, how are you feeling about your husband getting home? And you having to put out every day. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a really funny question. Um, because we've had this conversation. Um, I'm um I, I'm okay with that. I think it's fine. I think <laughs> the the putting out every day is not really an issue so much as like I don't initiate and I I have already been like told that it's just like that I that we spent too many years of me not initiating and so like in order to keep my husband happy I already have the playbook the playbook is that I need to initiate so I just need to get my mind right like just to be able to like yo it's you like go time is on you so that I think is the biggest thing because I'm Am I lazy? That sounds awful, but I'll, you know, but I'm just like, well, why like, don't you initiate? 
Why don't uh-huh. you? Why don't you? I just, I just don't, like, I just, I just don't, like, we were together for what, like, on and off for, like, a year and a half, almost two years before he left, and, and, like, I just didn't, there were very, very few times that I initiated, it was usually on him, because my thing was, like, so I'm not, like, a classic, like, relationship person, like, I've only been in, like, two relations, like, two real relationships my whole entire life, one of them being, you know, my child's father, and then the other being, you know, with my husband, like, I'm not that person. I'm like classic, like, you know, like, jump off, like, oh, we're cool for friends, but you always want to see me at night kind of person. So like, so people have always, like, even if it's for bad reasons, have, have typically always pursued me, like, you're like, yo, like, I want to come over. Okay, great. Like, I know what you're coming over for. So like, let's get to it. So like, I can't say that I have all that I've ever really needed to actually like put intention behind like developing relationship and I think that developing real relationship comes from like this like shared responsibility of initiating things and I just never did that I didn't know that I was supposed to I've learned that you know in the last few years but I just didn't know I was supposed to and so I was always like oh well if you want if you want to sleep with me right now like you will so I'm I'm available my mere presence in this space means I'm I'm here for it, and so like my husband, so I learned I learned later after we you know my husband and I started talking more, uh, was like no, like I need to be pursued by you. This is what my husband's saying to me. I need to be pursued by you to know that you like want me. And I was like, oh, word, okay, cool. So like so I just have to get my mind right to be able to be like okay, like I need to show you that you know, you matter to me, that I'm interested in you, that I'm turned on by you to be able to, yeah, jump his bones. So, oh, girl, so okay, so we're flipped because I'm usually the initiator. Well, that's great. Oh, that's bullshit. No, 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 that's true. That's true. So what is it? No, no, no. Is it mixed? It's mixed. Okay, so it's very much mixed. Okay. Sometimes you do it, sometimes I do it. That's don't, cool. Don't there be like 90, 10, 80, 20. That's a damn lie. Okay, so what, what's the percentage? 55, what? 45. Uh-oh. I'm 55. Whoa, you okay. are not you. Yes, I am. No, you yes, I am. Yes, I am. He's lying. You put on That's your uh, your phone. That, uh, what's you fuck that ain't? <laughs> the ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> that bullshit YouTube. And then it's like, oh, she's sleeping. Like, so, that is so funny. Recently, I'm, I'm wow. recently, the last few months, I've been doing this the thing. The last few talking. months? Yeah. ASMR. Have you heard of that? Yes, yes, I have. Uh-huh. My, my kids got me into this. And um, the youngest one, uh, Lily and my youngest one. And I watch a massage and I am done. Ten minutes, I'm, I'm asleep. Done. You're watching a massage? Yeah. Okay. It's Why like, don't you just get a, get a massage? I don't. But, okay. Yeah, right. it's, it's something about the sense. Like it makes you. It's like it makes you feel like. Don't say makes like, you, not everybody. Okay. It makes me feel like I'm getting a massage. Just by okay. watching and hearing, they they you know they speak very very soft. Yeah. And whatever. Anyway. But okay, in the past, before I was watching ASMR, I was doing all the initiation. Oh Jesus Christ! Stop it. What, what? Stop it! What is it? Stop it! You wasn't doing initiating. You do initiating during the day with everybody. Soon we get into bed and I start initiating, <laughs> you flip and like, oh, I don't want to, and then just go to sleep. <laughs> That's it. Do you get to say I don't want to as a married person? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to. Why? I just, I just go to sleep. Yeah, I don't want to, and it starts snoring. <laughs> I'm like, oh, That's terrible. This is terrible. So, you know, I was- 
I was listening to this podcast one time and I thought it was really interesting. It's like this married couple. Um, and they were talking about how, what they do. So they were talking about how, um, they have, well, I can't remember which one, which one had to teach the other one, but like the importance of actually like scheduling like time, like with your spouse. And like one of them was like, I never wanted to be scheduled. I thought it was just like, yo, when I want to be around, it's like, yep. let me be around you. But the other one was like, I need you to understand that you're important to me. So I need to be able to schedule you in so that that time is not like, you know, taken away. And I was like, I feel that perspective. But another thing that they do aside from like scheduling each other is that, they each shoot, they have three days a week that the, that each is responsible for initiating. And then like that last day is like a free for all, but it's like you, so like either one can do it or they cannot do anything, but it was like each of them have three days a week where they're supposed to initiate and you can do like all of your days in a row if you want to, or you can like let your partner get in like whatever, but it's like whoever initiates first, it's like, yeah, today's my day. Today's my day. So like, uh, and it's, so it's interesting. So I'm just curious to know, like, what do you, like, is that like, I, I don't, like, I don't want to say like, is that strange, but like, what is your perspective on like, if you, like, if you both know you have three days that you're responsible for and you choose to use those however you want. I like that idea. That, now, that's, that's not a bad idea. Now what Dominic doesn't like is he, I, I, I mentioned him, I mentioned this before, it was him to, we us to schedule it. And he was like, the, mm. I don't like that. He, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh -oh. When we start scheduling, it, we, we can follow it for two days. By the third day, what the hell with that? It's just like, we, we're, we're like, you know, we're off schedule. <laughs> uh -huh. So that's why I'm, I'm never against it. Because I like to, it has to be some like, Spontaneously, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what they're thinking. You're, you're the you're not the yeah, you're, you're opposite of spontaneous. I am. I am. <laughs> okay. The spontaneous portion of it, and you. Okay, so Brianna, more. Brianna, are you are you familiar with with your horoscope at all? Like, um, I I don't know. I mean, I'm a Leo. I know that. Okay. I haven't looked at my horoscope in a while, but I mean, not, yeah. not not like your horoscope, but like your characteristics. So yeah, Dominic is a um, a Capricorn, and if you know anything about Capricorns, they're very like robotic. Like okay. it's like like he he's always like he he does the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. So okay. like spontaneous is not his personality. That's a lie and a half. You're again. Not, no, Jesus I, I'm more spontaneous. You're more of like you'll no no you're, no. You're more, it, you're, more, it, you're more thinker. You're more of a thinker. Boom. <laughs> Let me look at this. Hold on. Let me look at this astrology for lovers book that I just happened to look over and notice that I have. Keep talking. You <laughs> are. You're not saying you don't. You don't want to say you're a thinker. I am a thinker, but I'm also spontaneous when it comes <laughs> when it comes to sexual activity with you. Okay, Maybe yes, a little, you're a little bit more no. spontaneous than than your regular life, but because you, in your regular life you're very like you're you're very rigid. I won't say rigid, but I'm very like I like to be on schedule. Like yes, like I like everything to be repeated. Nothing, nothing, nothing can be like let's do this today, and you're yeah, like and you're like what you're thrown off by that. <laughs> you're some now. You're some now. You uh, see, about, see, I'm, we're I'm having a conversation this. about this, making you, uh, making you feel some kind of way. Yeah, don't make me my own type of way. Like, I'm comfortable. I'm okay. I know about you. What we do, we are trying to get because the last few months we have not been good at this because I think it's because of where we are. Like the kids in the house all day. Uh -huh. I'm working. 
I'm trying to do stuff with them, and Dominic goes to work, so I'm the only one in the house. Yeah, with, and with then the I kids. get it because she's with the kids, you know, doing school time, and then she got to make sure they do right, and then she has to do her own job and her own right. work. So by the time I get home, she's pooped out, and I get it, so I don't get mad at her because That's I'm like, good. you know, tired, and I get it, so I just, you know, let it slide by. But on weekends, I'm like, okay, come on. I, I know. You can sleep in if you want to. And, and we and we do. And, and we do. And we don't. We don't. No. Okay. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, I, I let that bypass because, like I say, you have a bunch of stuff to do while you're at home. So I get it. You're mentally drained. And I'm working on my body, which I've I've I had to lose. I lost twenty pounds. I was so. you're physically right. So that's that's part of the reason too. So yeah. I don't get too mad or too worked up about it. Well, that's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll oh, see. we'll see. We'll, we'll, see. Will. we'll see. But we got get. We have to get back on track. We yeah, do. I agree we do with have that. to get back on track. Okay. We well, sounds like a commitment coming out of that camp. So good job. <laughs> well, okay. So you're gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna have to more be more um, aggressive. Like, be aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. Yeah, with your husband and try to make him feel wanted and loved and sexy. Yes. That is my that is my mission that I'm choosing to accept. Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, do you feel like when he gets to when he when you when he gets home, are you guys gonna do more like experimenting? Yeah, probably. Um, you know, I think that. So, like. We had this conversation the other day. I mean, because we have a lot of the same conversations a lot, but about how I was like, you know, I don't like I'm in prison for anyone because it's like the worst thing you could possibly experience. But there's something about it that's really interesting because you all you can do is talk, right? Like you just learn so much. Like you think about like if you're like, what do you have an attitude for? Like, right? You could just be like, oh, you need some dick. And you could just like go like, you know, grab your spouse or person and like bring them into the bedroom and just like you know, put it down one time and it's like, Oh, just, okay. I'm fine. I'm better. But when you're in prison, like you don't have, like you don't have, I mean, that's, and that's real. We all do it. But like, that's, yeah. like, you don't have that. You don't have that. So we've gone, there are several conversations and several things for us that have gone on that have worn on in conversation because you can't just like use your body to be able to like, you know, calm that person down or show them what you mean or whatever. And so I say all that to say, we had a conversation and we've been having this conversation about like, well, tell me everything. Tell me everything you've done. Tell me. And we learned a lot about each other about like, well, you've never done that with me. So like, what's up? And it was like this whole conversation about like, well, I just didn't know if I was like, you know, vulnerable. Like I wanted the the sex and the relationship. And there are things that we've both done just for the sex. that it's been like, I don't care about you. Like what you think about me is not of consequence to me because I'm not trying to be with you. Mm-hmm. But when you're, when you're performing and you're with somebody that you want to you know be with long term like there's like this caution or like this um consciousness that kind of comes up because you're just like i want to make sure that you like don't think that i'm weird because i like this or that i want this because i want you to want me also not mm-hmm. just like being weirded out by the thing and so i say all that to say we just we've learned a lot about things that we want to try things that we want to see and do um and so i'm i'm looking forward to you know that level of exploration that I'm certain will come um once he gets home because there are some yeah. things that we've already done like since he's been gone like when the world was like you know open and available yeah. um like, I've gone to like you know certain like you know um 
like different like sex shops or whatever. We like to shop together, like on the phone. And it's like, oh, like get this, grab this, grab this, get this. Um, we've done some of that. Um, you know, ordered some different things from different, you know, from mm. different to be able to, you know, talk about. And I've kind of done like, um, yeah, like like kind of like unboxings, if you will. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, let me see. It's like, oh, wow, like, yeah, so it's this color, it's this big, it's this long, it's, you know, this small, or, you know, feels like this. Like, so we've done some of that. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be even more fun when we're actually both in the room yeah. together. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes, like, the buildup is, like, so much fun. Like, yeah. you know, thinking, would, thinking about I, it and planning it. Yeah, I would agree. And I can tell you, though, there's also opportunity when there is so much buildup to also mess it up. Because I remember being on the phone one time with one of my girlfriends and I was like, oh my gosh, my package came. And she was like, what's in it? And I actually had this quote like moment, you know, with my homegirl, um, not like a sexual moment, but me just like telling her what was in the box. Like, oh, this is what's in the box. And da, 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 da. And we were having a conversation about it. And my husband was so upset. Like he was so hurt. And this was like several years ago. Like, I don't know, had to be at least four years ago. Um, And I learned very quickly that there are things that you just leave as sacred and you don't, you know, share with anybody else because we have a few things that are uniquely ours. um, And that was one of the things that I took away. And I was like, duly noted. Like, and for a long time after that, he was like, not interested. I was like, oh, I'm about to go buy this thing. But I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. He just did not care. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I've had to work back, work back to that that good space. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that sounds that's that sounds very that's uh, creative. Yeah, very creative. Yeah, and we, I think, I think that that would help even for us. Like we see each other every day, but mm-hmm. some stuff I feel like, like explore more. Yeah, be more creative. I agree. I yeah, agree. be more open to love, especially out here in A. We need to go to more strip clubs. Into yeah. some of those wings and things and fries and thighs and all that other stuff that they have. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just saying, we need to do that more often. Yeah, I feel but like... The, but the problem is we have two problems. One is COVID. Yeah. Number two, you got a bunch of people, and you got to be at a certain time because you'll be in line for an hour just to get in the strip club. Yeah, that's too because, much. Because, because people, a lot of people go there and not even look for strippers, not even have, they go there to eat. Uh-huh. Because the food is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, Jesus Christ is so good. But me and me and a friend, we have to do more of that as well. Just, you know, just being spontaneous and doing something that, you know, every now and then you might you might come across a a porno side. Like, oh, we can do that. Oh, we Mm -hmm. can do this, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a a fantasy or two every every once in a while. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is all good. That's all good stuff. That's all. So when you get home, though, are you going? I mean, when he gets home, are you going to have your son go some somewhere else for a while? For a month and a half. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, we we've talked we've talked about we've talked about that. We talked about like, um, you know, now that I'm back in Portland, what's helpful is that like you know my my parents are here, um, and so it's like it's nothing for me to like you know send you you know away for you know the weekend or whatever. But like also to treat it like um I, like I already told him I was like yo I'm taking like two weeks off of work like I'm saving up my PTO to be able to just be with even if you don't need me even if it's not sexual but just like yo do you need me like like 
you know, we're trying to figure out even right now because like his ideas expired. And so it's like, oh, well, so you like within the first probably week probably need to go like, you know, get a new license or whatever. Like I need to just be available to be able to support you, even if it's not anything that has to do with anything that's sexual. Like just how can I help you? Like, do you need like, you know, so much has changed in Portland that it's just like you might need a ride. Like you might want like a tour of the city just to be able to see where stuff is. And so like we're trying to so we talk a lot about like, you know, maybe Maybe we'll stay at a hotel for a week. It's like, forget the house. Like, let's just go stay, you know, somewhere else or whatever. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely, we'll definitely see. But um, there will definitely be some time without, you know, without the kiddo around. Um, and I think that, you know, everybody understands that. Like, you know, we're, we're grown, we're married, and we've been away from each other for six years. Like, that's, right. a, that's a given. There's just some things, there's just some things that are just like a given. Um, so, um, right. So that'll be the, that'll be the funny thing. Have you thought about like creating an organization for women who are like you dealing with these? <laughs> so that's a really good question. And yes, I've thought about it. I've thought about creating. Um, so I'm a, so by, by trade. So my job, I work in human resources um, and I, I'm a facilitator. So I'm, I'm in learning and development. I build classes. I teach people how to do things. Um, and that's, that's my job. That's what I do. And I've thought about creating like some type of like course or, you know, group to be able to really more so a course. Cause I don't really want to like engage with people all the time, but like I could come in and teach you something and then go away. But like, I've, I've thought about creating a, a course for, for not just women, but for families to understand how to support like not just like your like your mate or your loved one who's incarcerated but also yourself um in the past in the past five years that david has been gone my income has grown probably about 70 if not like probably like 70 like 70 percent um and that's been because in the time that he's been gone i have earned my master's degree in business administration Mm -hmm. um I've gotten some additional certifications at work. I've continued to push myself and network and, you know, do different things to be able to like stretch, you know, for opportunities within my job. I've had like three or four different jobs since he's been gone. Um, all because I've been like kind of growing, like, you know, in my career and that's mm-hmm. important stuff. And there's also some stuff that I've been able to do since David's been gone on his behalf. Um, so he's written a book, which is pretty cool. You guys have a copy yeah. of that in your emails. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's written a book, which is pretty cool. I, you know, um, we're, we're self-publishing it. I've been able to, you know, to, to lead that work. I did the, you know, the cover art and the design for that. Um, and I've done other stuff as he's been gone to be able to help him in the facility. So like when he needed certain services that they were not giving him, I'm like, you know, raising cane to be able to make it happen. And so I think about being able to bottle all of the stuff that I've been able to do for myself and on David's behalf into a course to be able, like a curriculum to help other people learn how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, I haven't gotten very far on that, like, but I've, I've thought about it. Um, I've thought about it a lot. Um, I think the thing that stops me the most with like ideas that I have for myself and for other things that I, that I want to do is just like, I just don't know where the, um, like where, the, like I haven't done enough research to know where the market is. Um, Cause there's only, you know, even in my organization, like I interact with people all of the time, but very few people know like this, like Brianna and David's story. Like mm-hmm. people know that I'm from Portland. That's cool. Like that's all you need to know. I, I keep people at a distance and I don't go out 
a lot. So I don't, people having loved ones or, or spouses or whatever incarcerated do not often broadcast that information to the world. Yeah. And rightfully so, like, because everybody has their opinion about people who are incarcerated. Oh, if you're there, you deserve it. But we all know that convicted does not mean guilty. Right. And that's something that a lot of people who have this burden um, of people incarcerated don't always want to go through is trying to explain the perspective because sometimes you are guilty and that's a, that's a true statement too but that does not mean that you love that person less um, and you want to be able to help them so I to answer your question in a very very long way I do think about it um, I just don't really know where my market is to be able yeah. to say like there are people who are willing to because I'm not doing it free right who are people who are willing to pay you know to come be a part of some type of you know course or experience to help them understand how to better you know, themselves. Um, but I really do think about it and believe that people should, you know, always um, be thinking about how they can, like, because for me, if David never gets a job, now we're hoping that he'll be able to be gainfully employed and do things that he wants to do and whatever. But if it takes him a long time to get a job, I don't need to also stress him with, well, I need you to get a job right now because we can't make rent or we can't make bills and we can't do this and we can't yeah. do that. I have to continue building my career so that if I have to take care of us forever, I can do that. That might not be like the, you know, I am woman, hear me roar, like, you know, type of attitude. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's the idea that I have, that I will always support my husband. As I know, if something happens to me, he would always support me. Um, yeah. and so I just think that it's important for people to think about what can I do to be able to continue to build, you know, wealth and assets for myself. And also, if I choose to, to support my family as well. Um, so, that's yeah. A, and that's, a, that's a, you made a good point. And I, so I want to ask you that, is you mentioned that during the time that he's been away, you've grown your career, you've made more money. Do you think that could have been the same situation if he was still here? Yeah. Um, yes, because where I was working when we met was like, you know, goodness gracious. I just, I took a job because I needed to have a job. Like when we first met, like, you know, I was driving like, you know, super old car with cloth seats and like windshield wipers that were like either not on or like on hyperdrive. Like, you know, like I just, I had plans for myself. I think that there are, are people um, that just have ideas and plans for things that they want to do. So I have not gone into overdrive because he's been gone. That's just the person that I am, that I show mm -hmm. up with this level of fierceness um, at work that causes me to be able to continue achieving. Um, I started my MBA program um, before this was even an issue, like before yeah. we even knew, like, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like, oh, I need to make more money because, you know, David's going to prison. It was like, no, like, I just want more. I want to drive a different car. I want to live in a different house. I want to, yeah. you know, do these different things. Um, well, and, well, yeah. well, I was, I was thinking more of the fact that you don't have to really like, cause you know, when like, so like when somebody is, you know, at home in your space all day, you feel like you have to go over and beyond. You know what I mean? Like you have to, mm -hmm. oh, I have to get home and cook dinner. Or I have to do that. I have to be able to do that mm -hmm. because he's not physically there. Maybe you don't have those, you don't have those same, you know, pools. That's a, that's a good kind of question and observation. And I will say this to you. Um, I, um, surprisingly, even though David is not here, have had to still pivot and still shift to be able to say at five o'clock, like, like work is done. Like, because David's going to call any minute. So I need to be available as if he were, as if he were here. 
Um, yeah. And we still have a child. So I still have to, you know, make food and, you know, and do and do the evening thing. And so I have to be very careful about how it is that I that I use my schedule, even in his absence. Um, mm-hmm. So my, you know, getting my getting my degree, um, I went to school while I was working. And so I was working, you know, nine to five Monday through Friday, but then I had class from six to nine thirty PM on Tuesdays. And so Tuesday was the one day that we did not speak. But every other day it was like, okay, I'm off work. Um, yeah. let's talk for a little bit. And then we had to create a schedule for me to be able to study because when you're incarcerated, um, you know, phones are very, very few and far between. And if everybody's taking on the phone today, then you might miss your opportunity. And what I did not realize when David first left is that I'm doing stuff, I'm hanging out, I'm going, I'm still going to the club because we're not married, I'm cutting a fool and whatever. um, That um, when I was like, oh, no, I'm busy, call me back. And it was just like, okay. But I didn't really understand that me saying, call you back. is like, I was dishonoring the fact that he had stood in line for 45 minutes to be able to talk to me only for me to be like, oh, call me back later. And he was, you know, as sweet as he was, like just trying to hang on. Then he was like, okay, that's fine. And didn't really speak of it much. But then got to a point where he was like, you know what? It's hard for me in here. Like, and you're not making it any easier by not being available. So we need to come to some type of agreement about what our schedules look like so that I'm not feeling frustrated and discounted that you're not, you know, available for me and that you don't feel like you can't, you know, enjoy yourself because you're always, you know, waiting for me or whatever, whatever the case may be. So we had to talk very early on to be able to figure out how we were going to manage. Um, but I would say that my, my, my career has been built in the same, like, kind of like, like, like confines that like quote normal people have um, because I can't just be up all night working because um, David won't allow it. He's just like, you know, so we can talk and you need to have that break and, you know, kind of switch from being like, you know, you know, boss lady to, you know, being a wife and being a mom. So, yeah. You know, you know, was, you know, I was talking to my daughter about that today, actually about how, um, one thing I do wish, as I'm, I'm, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that we, I have the same story as you. I don't, I, you know, but mm-hmm. I wish that I was able to, because I've never had a career um, before I had children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does, does that make sense? Like I, I never was able to focus on a career. Mm-hmm. It's always been um, my family, and then I had a job. So, mm-hmm. like. Um, I mean, and I've always had, you know, decent jobs, but I just never been able to be like, let me throw myself into my job because mm-hmm. I've always had kids and I've right. always had a husband. So, yeah. um, so it makes it interesting in regards to like, move, you know, pivoting to get jobs. So like, did you know this? Did you know that? And this has nothing to do with your husband being in prison, but that women who have a fam, who have families, they get, they pass up a million dollars in, um, salary increases a year oh, I'm I can believe that. yeah I can believe that in their, in their lifetime I can believe that I can absolutely I can absolutely believe that because sometimes it's about the and what I've what I've learned I just I, I'm just really fortunate to work for a company that really understands and appreciates like work-life balance mm-hmm. um and so like and that's for males and females so if we need to leave early or like even today I put on my schedule like podcast interview at three o'clock 
So I had, I stopped answering emails at like 2.30 because I was like, I've got something to do. Um, and so I work for a company that respects that, which is really good. But I know that there are some, there are people, you know, all across the world that stay in the job that they're in because that's where the flexibility is. And the yeah. higher they go up the ladder, the more um, responsible they have to be or the more um, like um, available they have to be, which is not always true. And I think what COVID has helped with a little bit is that nobody's really traveling. And so- yeah. Like everything I think has all come to a head that's been, aside from it being like, you know, you know, more harmful and like, you know, more prevalent in like communities of color than like others, like aside from that, you know, crap, which is awful. But like, aside from that, I think like COVID had been, you know, an equalizer for, you know, for us because it's like, now everybody gets to see your kid. Everybody gets to see your cat or hear yeah. your dog when the UPS man goes by and all these different things. Like, because we're all at home or a lot of us, you know, are at home that we just get to see the world a little bit differently. So I think there's a better appreciation now, yeah. of, you know, people who have, who have families, but I can definitely see how people, you know, focus on, you know, their family um, instead of their, their, you know, instead of being able to like move along in, in like a career. Right. But it's, but it's so important. Like I, you know, for me, especially, I mean, for us, I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be honest that like my career has been, has, is it been as important to me um, because for, for many years it was the bigger, the bigger part of the, the earning. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. so like me being able to, to withhold, you know, a job and, and, and move up and make more money was really important, but balancing that, with mm-hmm. you know like people I have to, I have to pick somebody up at 3 30 every day right and then I have to go home and and cook and do the things that I need to do to um to fulfill my need as a mother as, as a wife or whatever um it's it was challenging it really really it really really is it still is sometimes yeah I would agree even as I, I mean I'm still you know considered an individual contributor so I I lead informal work teams but that's not my job title so I take on extra work to be able to like continue to build my resume but I'm still an individual contributor so I still have people that I need to answer to to be able to say hey can I do this or hey can I do that um and it is challenging sometimes it absolutely it absolutely is um I gave a presentation to a, a group of virtual interns um last week and it was about um developing fierceness in the workplace fierceness spelled f-e-a-r-c-e-n-e-s-s because fear was an acronym because usually people are like you know forget everything and run or mm-hmm. everything and rise but for me i had like my little acronym that talked about you know the importance of being able to like to really know yourself to be able to like, you know, like when you're confident in who you are, like there's a level of boldness that that kind of overtakes you in a way that allows you to still be like, you know, professional, but just to also be like, you know, I'm not about to like, you know, just roll over and take that. Um, right. it was, you know, well-received presentation was just great. And it's something that I'm hoping to be able to like, you know, deliver to other audiences. Um, that's why I'm not delivering the acronym right now, but I'm just saying, but, um, but like <laughs> um, millions of followers and whatnot. Um, but like, but like for me, it's just it's so important. Like you just to be grounded in who you are as a as a woman, um, as a as a wife, as a mother, 
and be able to just figure out like, what do I want to be professionally? Like that's a part of your brand too. And Mm -hmm. being able to just figure out like, you know, balancing is not always easy. And, and for me, it's like David and I call it first estate. Like our family, our household is first estate. And he checks me like no other when it seems as if my priorities are are offline and they're not focused on family first. Mm -hmm. Um, and having a partner who does that, I think, is also such a blessing um, to be able to be like, yo, like, it's, you know, six o'clock. Like, I didn't call you at five. I called you at six and I still hear you typing. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, you're right, you're right. Let me go ahead and put this down. Because it's important to be able to shift those gears to be able to, you know, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to sleep over the boardroom, but I also want to make sure the bedroom is straight. Mm-hmm. I also want to make sure the playroom is right. Um, and so it's important for me to be able to have a partner who can call me out. Um, to be able to let me know when it's time for me to shift gears. But my my goal is to, back to that whole conversation about initiating, is to get to a point where I don't need you to tap me and say, hey, it's time for you to shift gears. That I've been able to look at my schedule and what I'm doing and shift the gears myself so that I'm already ready, you know, in whatever one of those spaces I need to be in. Right, right. That's that's some good stuff. That's some good teaching, teacher. That's some good game for the brain, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's a real good stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, this and this is a work in progress. We're all still trying to get there. There's yeah. no, I don't think there is a there. It's just yeah. moving, you know. And yeah. Just, oh, I love that. It's yeah. just going. Like, I still, um, even though we've been married for 18, 17, how long have we married? 159 in dog year. Um, no, seriously. Y'all been married forever. But we're still like, there's things that we still have to work through. Like it was the first day, you know, like we're still Mm -hmm. working through some things that is almost like we've been doing this for, you know, the same conversation (laughs) over and over and over and over and over over again. So definitely not there. And I'm, I'm learning from you, like. Because just because we've been married longer doesn't mean we're 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 better at it. No, mm-hmm. we're not. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, so um, this is really good stuff. We have to have you on again, Brianna. Maybe when um, I mean, we can have you on again even before your husband gets out. But when he gets out, we got to have him on too. Got to have him on. Oh yeah, he's a good, he's a, he's a good one. We'll we'll see, we'll see if we can get that arranged. But absolutely, please do. I mean, this has just been such a a lovely Of course, of course. So we'll we'll read the snip the, the book and maybe we'll we'll have you on again after that to we so we can discuss it. Well I'm only on page seven, so I already started. So well, I got sure. questions already. You got questions already? <laughs> oh, I got questions. I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till next time, but I got some questions because it's oh, very, okay. very interesting how vulnerable he's become on the first five, six pages of it already. pages again to see, to see yeah but it's i'll tell you it goes there it's like degrassi it goes there like it's, you'll learn a lot you will learn a lot about a person you've never met right. which is my husband of course you'll learn a lot about me 
And I read it for the first time. I was like, hold on. Did I, what, did I, what, did I agree to that? Um, yeah. so yes, it's a lot, but, um, I'm really, really glad that you all have it. Thank you so much for, you know, taking, you know, being a part of that advanced readers team for us. And I look forward to the feedback. So it'll be good. Okay. Okay. So we'll schedule something else, but, um, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. Love you too. Take care. Be safe. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, welcome to Shaw Family Issues. Uh, this is Fran, the wife. Town business, what to do, Dominic Shaw, the husband. So we're coming to y'all because this episode was a little difficult for us to edit. We had some technical difficulties. COVID technical <laughs> difficulties. So there's different segments um, because of the editing problems. So bear with us. We hope you guys enjoy it. We love y'all. Thanks. Bye.